0: as a registered taxpayer the state is looking for a return for each period in which you have a filing responsibility so regardless if you make sales or not or if all your sales are you know for wholesale or resale right to to other distributors um, you still are required to report those sales or report nil on the return and file a return there are a handful of states that actually have a A late file penalty as well so if you don't file a return even if it's all zero sales or all exempt sales or all sales or resale type of a thing um, if you don't file that return then the state imposes a penalty the state of Texas for example is a $51 penalty why 51 I don't know Connecticut florida i mean there are a number of states that have these non-filing penalties so you don't want to impose that or you don't want to that to be imposed on you as a business so you want to definitely make certain that returns are filed even if they're all exempt or i dollar sure
1: hey guys on today's episode of the salt cast i asked paul johnson our coo a couple of different questions the first one being when you have zero sales and zero tax to give to a state where you are registered to collect sales tax what do you do is it due second question i asked him is what do we do with notices if you are in charge of the sales tax compliance for your business you know that you constantly get notices here is how we deal with those today i thought that we Would talk about um, Two things Because I think both topics can be Covered pretty quick Did you see that thumbs up? Yeah
0: Why'd you get a thumbs up? I don't know Did I do (laughs) something? Look at that bro Thumbs up Can I get a raised hand or anything? You you don't get thumbs up Two thumbs (laughs) up One thumb up What's happening? Right <laughs> I don't now? Know. All I did was scratch my my back, and I got a thumbs up. <laughs> oh <boy>. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, you know we we must
1: be getting you know a thumbs up from the AI god saying you know <laughs> the topic that I'm about to introduce is the right Doing one. Doing good. Um, two things because I think both topics can be done pretty quickly, but. One of them being, what do you do if you've had zero sales? Do you still file a return? Right? Mm -hmm. That being the first one. Second one is notice management, right? What Mm -hmm. do I do if I get a notice Mm -hmm. about my return? not being filed on time. And I've got this estimated tax due.
0: Mm-hmm. seems
1: ominous. What do I mm-hmm. do? Mm-hmm. Cause mm-hmm. it is. Cause in my brief time, I did returns getting notices like, well, sometimes we get the notices, right? But sometimes they come from the client and they'll, right. they'll post a picture an email. And it's like, Hey, there's got this notice and they want, the state wants $25,000. Like, yeah. How, like, what? How is that possible? What do I do? Yeah. So it's yeah. a panic. Yeah. But we're not panicking because, uh,
0: right? We know we know how to deal with this. That's one of the things we talk to our clients about, um, specifically new clients that we're bringing on, or that we're starting to do returns for. We let them know that even though we may do our job, even if we did do our job 100% correct, um, and we didn't make any errors, which you're going to make errors. You're going to make mistakes. We're human. Um, that's part of that aspect. But regardless of how great of a job you do, and even the automated providers who you know, file the returns automatically through their automated system… Are still getting notices because what happens is is the state either a doesn't receive the return um, or they don't post the return or there's just a timing delay. The return was due on the on the twentieth, and for whatever reason, it posted on the twenty-first. Or maybe you did file your return in. You had to mail the return in, and it was postmarked on time, um, but the state has some automated solution in place that if something is not posted by this date, then they automatically send you out a notice. So notices are a natural part of the return filing process as a registered taxpayer, and um, they, they have to be addressed. They have to be uh, fixed. So even if you do your job 100% correct, whether you outsource it, you do it internally, You're going to be be contacted by the state because they are not doing their job correct, quite frankly. And so you have to work with them to ensure that the return is posted properly. You have to work with them to ensure that the payment is posted properly um, to the right account, to the right period. I can't tell you how many notices that I've resolved where the state posted my payment to somebody else's account. And so I had to send them proof of payment. had to send the confirmation number. And then they had to go find it and then reallocate it to my account or to the right client account. Um, the, the worst thing that you could do uh, is not address the notice and just mm-hmm. ignore it. Oh, this is just an assessment. Um, we, we clearly filed a return and we made payment. And, and you just ignore it <laughs> because the state is looking for the return. Um, They're looking for a payment. They're looking for something, and they send you a notice about it, and so you oftentimes simply have to contact the state to to follow up on it. Now, there are some notices you receive when you contact the state. Oh, yeah, we do have that return. We do have that payment. You can disregard the notice. That's a common response from the state because they don't have a way to send out a a corrected notice, Hmm. and so – It is a a common response by the state of, no, we did get that. You can – it's just a timing error or a timing difference. You know, the return posted here and the notice got sent out here. They crossed in the mail type of a thing. Um, So you definitely don't want to ignore the notice. You definitely want to make certain that you have your ducks in a row and the state has their ducks in a row. So contacting the state, working with the state is a key, key part of return filing.
1: Yeah, because I remember what usually was for us is, you know, it was like, hey, we didn't get your, we don't have your return because it didn't, right. for some reason, like it posted late or, you know, the state or the jurisdiction, they might have were going through it by hand, you know, because they yeah. had to mail it in. And wow. then they're like, hey, notice gets sent out. So then you got to, so notice comes in, you attach a, you know, a letter saying it was posted correctly. Here's the confirmation date. Right. It was mailed out on time. Right. Here's the check stub, the copy of the check stub, the payment, check number. Right. Everything. And then uh, I like could copy of the return. Yeah. And that usually resolved it.
0: Right. Yeah, I if think you ignore o- that. I think probably over 90% I would say, of our returns are filed electronically now, um, mm-hmm. all through the state website or the local website, and payments are made electronically. And so, we do see a, a decreased number of those notices, but you still get them um, for whatever reason. It's a real mystery. It's frustrating. <laughs> it's all get out too, because the state just, you know, has a flaw in their system. I remember during COVID a few years ago, twenty twenty, um, you know, a lot of the employees were working from home. Mm -hmm. That worked for the state, and they just didn't have the wherewithal to get the mail on time, and so there was an increase in notices then um, just because of processes. But I think that was a a real uh, benefit that came out of it was the states actually came to grips with this kind of remote work and this ability to to work things out online. Their online systems improved and processes improved because they had to, uh, which I think is great. But to yes, dive nice. into your other question about zero sales, you, as a registered taxpayer, the state is looking for a return for each period in which you have a filing responsibility. So, regardless if you make sales or not, or if all your sales are, you know, for wholesale or resale, right to to other distributors. Um, You still are required to report those sales or report nil on the return and file a return. There are a late file penalty as well. So if you don't file a return, even if it's all zero sales or all exempt sales or all sales or resale type of a thing, um, if you don't file that return, then the state imposes a penalty. The state of Texas, for example, is a $51 penalty. Why $51? I don't know. Connecticut? (laughs) Florida? I mean… There are a number of states that have these non-filing penalties, so you don't want to impose that, or you don't want to, that to be imposed on you as a business. So you want to definitely make certain that returns are filed, even if they're all exempt or share dollar sale. Yeah, sure it all
1: yeah. Um, a few episodes ago, uh, Jason and I covered trailing nexus, to where you know the business was kind of shut down. And then they had to keep filing returns for sometimes up to a year after, yeah. despite not having any sales, or there's going to be no possibility of future sales. But what if, what if, you know, for six months you have filed, you know, a no sales return? It's like to you, at what point do you want to deregister potentially?
0: I think probably the discussion around that really just comes from an administrative perspective where if you don't have Nexus or your sales or just have been zero, you don't have customers that are in the state, at what point do we deregister? Well, probably the the most frustrating thing – one of the frustrating things, I should say, rather, is – Having to close the account and then go back in and re-register or reopen the account, uh, just from an administrative perspective, it can be quite cumbersome and annoying to have to do that. And so generally my advice and when we chat with our clients is um, on a calendar year, we take a look at, okay, what were the sales, what were the returns that were filed, how does that look? What any, any changes that we ought to make? Because maybe it's, it's not even the fact that you didn't have any sales. Maybe just the sales that you're reporting are all exempt or a majority of them are exempt, and the tax that you pay to the state is immaterial. And so from that perspective, you have businesses who are trying to you know, save money by deregistering um, or closing their account just to avoid that filing responsibility I know there are a few states as well that you know if you if you are filing zero dollar returns um, for a year or more, then they'll simply just close the account for you. Hey, you haven't reported any tax responsibility, so we just went ahead and closed your account. Because the state, if you think about it as well, the state doesn't necessarily want to process zero dollar returns. They're more interested in obtaining or getting tax, and so they don't want to process more returns that they don't have to Um, but I would say probably each calendar year you ought to consider and review your filing footprint what you're reporting what you're not reporting and what makes most sense
1: are there any states that you can register as but you know you're you're registered in but you only remit tax if You only file a return if you have tax due? Or is there There always a filing frequency?
0: No, there are some that issue an occasional filing status, meaning you just file once you have tax to remit. The local jurisdictions are really good at this because... You know, you may have a cell into Snowmass Village, Colorado in one month, and you may not have another cell in Snowmass Village, Colorado for, right. you know, another six, eight months, uh, another year. And so, yeah, you could report that occasionally. Most of the states, however, uh, generally you just issue a, uh, a annual or quarterly or semi annual filing yeah. status. Is there way of doing that. But there are a few states I think I wanna say Utah, maybe New Jersey. No, not New Jersey. There are a few states out there that do have an occasional status. It seems like that would be
1: nice. You know? Yeah. It's kind of a nice way to do it. It's like some some months you might have twenty returns to file. Others might just have twelve. You know? Depending upon sales. Right. Um, what was my other question, but with $0 returns, it typically you're just going to file based upon your, your filing frequency and you don't want to miss it. Um, but I, I also know as some States are more lenient, it's like, Hey, you didn't file your tax return. Oh yeah. Sorry. It was $0. Okay. You know, yeah. there's not much, there's no penalty. Obviously there's no interest. Yeah. There's no tax due. Yeah. Um awesome. There was another question that came to mind. Hmm. Escaped me. But oh, uh <laughs> I think I think the 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 antithesis, the theme here is do not ignore. That's like the worst thing you could do, you know? Yeah. Because when when you have tax due, that's one thing. It's not coming out of your pocket. Right. But if you don't file or you don't follow up with the state, there could be late fees and other penalties that could be stacked upon all of a sudden in a in a moment where you don't owe anything, you now owe two hundred bucks because you decide to ignore it for a couple of months. Yeah. And that adds up pretty quick. Yep. And it takes a long time to Try to fight that It's a waste of time It's a waste of time To have to fight Something like that So Don't ignore Just Just follow up Just call them up Or you have someone Like Piesner Johnson That handles all your notices Uh, I can tell you that The automated software solutions Don't do it So you'll be left You know It's not a It's not a Set it and forget it system Because you're still No matter what you do Like Paul said you're gonna get notices. That's part of being compliant. It's part of being, you know, a, a retailer, someone who sells a product or service, and you remit sales tax returns to multiple states. It's just part of the, part of it. So it's something to be aware of. So don't think that uh, if you have your automated software solution that it's gonna get done. Even if you file on time, I don't think. Paul, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but we've yep. never filed returns late. It's never yeah. happened yeah. yet. Constant flow of notices. Well, I don't think we can spend any more than 16 minutes on these two topics. I think we've we've covered them thoroughly. And yeah. So if you guys got any questions about what you should do, you've gotten some crazy notice. I mean, that'd be kind of fun. If someone sends us the craziest notice they've ever gotten in their life, you know, and see if they can stump us, see if we've ever dealt with it before. Yeah. So do that. That would be cool. Send us your craziest stories of notices, the weirdest notices you've ever gotten, and we'll see if we
0: have dealt with it before.
1: All right. Well, thanks, Paul. Maybe give us a last thumbs up.
0: My thumbs up to. works. Your thumb Oh no, my thumbs up doesn't work. Oh there it, there is. it goes.
1: <sighs> Whatever. But Sorry, thanks again, bro. Paul. <laughs> 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 we'll uh talk to you another one, man. See ya.